Fasten your seatbelt. I'm taking you for the ride of your life. I'm going to show you what this car already is. All right, you primitive screwheads, listen up. I am the monster the breathing men would kill. It might be a tumor. It's not a tumor. I go out of my way for you. I do everything to try and make you happy. I feed you, I clean you, I dress you, and what thanks do I get? I am so, so sorry. Oh, you're fucked. I am the writing on the wall, the whisper in the classroom. Without these things, I am nothing. So now, I must shed innocent blood. Dinner is served. Save yourself from hell. You're listening to the 30-something movie podcast. One movie each week, 30 years in the making. <laughs> <laughs> I I'm kind of sad that that's the last. This is the last week that we're gonna have the Halloween intro because I love that. Yeah, it's good stuff. That's that's pretty uh, pretty over the top, man. It's pretty. You, it's ten out of ten on that one. You were you nailed that. It's, I I think me and over the top probably just naturally go together. Subtle mm-hmm. is not my yeah. middle name. We'll put it that way. No, no, that's very much true. Yeah, yeah. Patrick, how are you doing? Great, John. Bo, how are you guys doing? Quite well. Surviving, thriving, living the dream. Right. Living the dream, that's right. Living the dream, one nightmare at a time. (laughs) Living the dream, just like on Elm Street. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. How are are you doing, John? How are you? (laughs) We're fine here. We're all fine here now. Large leak, very dangerous. Yeah, <laughs> you us, and that mouse in your pocket, right? Give us a give us a couple of years to lock it down. Work has been interesting. We'll just we'll mm-hmm. I, I don't want to go too much into it, but work has been interesting. So at any point in time that if any billionaire donor wants to sponsor a podcast, so we can just go pro, <laughs> I would be thrilled. Yeah, yeah, I'd take this pro if you could afford me. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, yeah, it's about like. And I'd that. work for it. I mean, I'd do a few more episodes a month. Oh, totally, totally. We could go on the road and do a live show, right? Oh my gosh, could you imagine our live show? You want to do a live well, show? There's a awesome. how did this get made? It's about to do a live show locally. I can't remember if that's the one in November or if that's not till March or something. But okay, do you know what movie? No. None of the literature I've seen tells me what the movie is, and I, I, I feel like that would sway me one way or another. There's a tiki yeah, bar in Milwaukee with flaming drinks. You want to go do a live show there? Yes. Let's do it. Mm-hmm. Yes. That should be our thing, is that maybe when we, if we do live shows, if we do a live show tour, it's just at tiki bars. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I mean, why not? We've got, we've got this all planned out. <laughs> you, you sound like from Animal House. Pinto? Why Pinto? Why not? Why not? (laughs) (sighs) So anyway, I'm excited. I'm excited that it is. I'm excited. This is still still October. I'm excited. We've got some horror movies. I'm uh, we're we're traveling to Ireland for this particular horror movie. Um, I 
by top top of the morning to you. It is. It's Leprechaun. (sighs) It's Leprechaun, ladies and gents. A wee um, leprechaun, do you say? The, the wee little people, as, yes. As a, as a person of Irish de- descent, yeah. should I be offended by this movie? I'm not sure. Maybe a little. Pat, okay. Pat I don't know if you or need to not. be... I don't need to, I don't know if you need to be Irish to be offended by this movie. <laughs> okay, there you go. There you go. Now that, truer words. <laughs> truer words have never yeah. been spoken. Yeah. But yeah, so this is Leprechaun. We spoil stuff here, so as we're talking, just be warned. If, if we start to say something you don't want to hear, just skip ahead a little bit. And uh, visit our website, 30podcast.com. You could rate us, leave a voicemail, become a co-executive producer on Patreon, all kinds of awesome bonus content over there. Patreon short episodes, a couple of those every month, and a full-length episode every month as well. So good stuff over there. And then there's other tiers where you can join us on the show. You can suggest a movie for us to do on the show. All kinds of stuff. So check us out over there. All that is through our website, 30podcast.com. All right. You know, since since this is the last week of October and we're close to we're close to Halloween time with this one, I was gonna throw out a quick suggestion. I don't know, Bo, I don't know if you've seen this one. You know, actually I think I want to say this episode may be getting dropped on Halloween Day. I think I'm dropping it a day Ooh. early. Um, and dropping it on a Tuesday so it comes out on Halloween. So I'll, I'll have to double check that. But So it may be Halloween Day. When will then Happy be Halloween. now? And it, it could Happy already be soon. Soon or already. So since it's still Halloween time, it's still part of, part of Horror Month, I'm going to throw out a quick little recommendation there for anybody that's got Netflix. Did either of you gentlemen watch, and Bo, you're probably more likely to have done so than Pat, The Haunting of Hill House? No, but it is right on my list. I was about to, but I ended up watching something completely different and it was on my list and then show fall shows started coming back. So I have to, I have to circle back to it, but I have heard good things about that. And isn't there another show, another movie or whatever by the same guys? He's got a lot. So Mike Flanagan is his name. He did the haunting of Hill house, the haunting of Bly Manor. He's done a bunch of different movies. He did an adaptation of a Stephen King story called Gerald's Game. <clears throat> he did a movie called Hush, which is really cool. It's about a, a woman who is deaf, and there is somebody trying to break into her house and kill her. And so mm. they, they play mm. with the lack of sound a lot in the movie. That one is kind of cool. He had a show, I haven't watched that one yet, called Midnight Mass. And But the one I was going to recommend that we started watching, and boy howdy is it intense, is The Fall of the House of Usher. Yeah. Yes. Mm. It's it's a little crazy. It's it's fun because it's got some other people in it you recognize. It's got uh, Kelvin Timeline Captain Pike is is one of the main characters. He's actually the main character, Roderick Usher. His attorney, his attorney, whose name I think is I'm blanking on his first name, but his last name is Pim, so they call him the Pim Reaper. He is played by Mark Hamill. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. It is it's it's intense, and it's like, as we've been watching it, I mean, the show, very, very loosely based on the story of the fall of the House of Usher. I mean, it's really just the way we've kind of, when Sharon and I have been watching this, we'll, like, look at each other, and, and there are little references or little visual cues, and there's the titles mm-hmm. of all the episodes, and we're sitting there going, I feel like somebody was an Edgar Allan Poe scholar. They took everything they knew about Edgar Allan Poe, stuck it in a blender, and made this show. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. So, like, there are episodes where they are blending, you know, some of his stories like The Black Cat and The Telltale Heart and 
the, the pit and the pendulum and the fall of the house of usher and the cask of amontillado and like all the different edgar Allan poe stories if if you know edgar Allan poe you, you don't need to to watch the show and enjoy the show if you know it though you're going to catch a whole bunch of other little easter eggs that are flying around in this show and it is i'll say there's not a ton of jump scares if you're not a jump scare person so far, now we haven't finished the show yet, but there's not a ton of those, but there are those moments, and and I think Mike Flanagan does this well in his other shows and movies too, is there's a moment where if you're not paying attention, you might miss the fact that there's somebody standing in the shadows in the background just over the other person's shoulder. Really? And you might see them move slightly just before the camera switches to someone else, and you're like, wait, what, what was that? And so he's really good at kind of like hiding people in the background of things. Oh, that's cool. That's the thing with The Haunting of Hill House. That was the thing. That show almost needs to be watched twice because you get through that show and then you realize, wait a minute, there was like stuff hiding in plain sight the entire time. So that's one of those shows where you'll watch it and then you'll go back and be like, wait a minute. I'm going to have to, okay, I might have to go back and watch that again because... This was hidden here, and this was hidden here, and I could have seen this if I'd been paying attention. And so, Haunting of Hill House was really good, and it was one of those. This one, I will give a quick warning to anybody who's listening to this. It, episode two in particular so far, particularly gory. There is there is a mishap with a large group of people, and something terrible happens, and yeah, yeah. Let's just say there's some some Nazi face melting minus the Nazis. Mm. Oh, yeah. It's uh, and and like that times ten. So I see it is, but but it's a fun show. Like it's fun if if you're looking for something kind of scary, kind of a little a little creepy, and it's kind of got a good mystery to it. Then then definitely check that one out. I think my sister said she binged the whole thing in two days. So great. But it's good awesome. stuff. Good stuff. All right. Are we are we ready to talk about the wee little people? Hi. Hi. Uh yeah. Yeah. Pat, are you gonna be offended if we te- if we keep, you know, trying to do Irish accents and <laughs> I was thinking about I was thinking about like just totally going like going great guns and playing that up and, but you know what? I hate to say it. I'm sorry, listening audience. I just don't have the energy by it. So no, okay. I'm I'm not going to be offended, and I won't. I was like, man, I I should be that guy on the pod. Yeah. But yeah. No, I just I I I just I can't. Yeah. It's yeah. just it's just too humorous. I might preemptively apologize to Podrick. Um, yeah, we might owe him an apology. You know, so maybe yeah, we we might have to buy him a drink this time around. I'm just saying they gave Tom Cruise a hard time for his Irish accent and well, far and away, but I mean really this like I just yeah all right well let's talk about it so leprechaun um (laughs) this one came out january 8th 1993 fun little trivia here was filmed in 1991 but did not come out until 1993 got got a, a tad bit delayed in terms of the release but came out in 93, rated R, runtime of one hour, 32 minutes, directed by Mark Jones, who did Rumpelstiltskin, so apparently he he likes movies with the, the little creatures, and yeah. a movie called Triloquist, also written by Mark Jones, produced by Jeffrey B. Malian, who did Jury Duty and Ghoulies 4, 
also produced by Mark Ammon, who did Frida and The Prince and Me. Composed by Kevin Kiner. Gentlemen, you should know that name. Do you know what else he's composed? I'm afraid I don't. I don't. Oh, it is a show that is near and dear to our hearts. He composed the soundtrack score for the entire Clone Wars cartoon series. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, Kevin Kiner was the the composer for, I believe, all the seasons of the Clone Wars. Wow. Nice. Uh, Cinematographer was Levy Isaacs, who did Children of the Corn 3 and A Rage in Harlem. Editor was Christopher Roth, who did The Skeleton Key and Hostel Part 3. Production company company was Trimark, and actually this was Trimark's first ever movie that they released. Um, So it was kind of a big deal for them. Budget on this one was $900,000, and it shows. Uh, Worldwide box office was $8.6 million, which is why you ended up with five sequels. Because on, on a budget of less than a million, they made almost nine million. Yeah. yeah. In one, two, three, four, five, five. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna list the. You know what? Actually, I'm I'm gonna stop right now, and I'm gonna list the titles, the five sequels for you. Would Would you be curious to hear those, Pat? Uh, well, I suppose I need to say yes, right? I'm I'm gonna do it anyway, but okay. I just I thought I would pretend like you were being given a choice. <laughs> I feel like I'm back in a meeting. Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Do you, you feel like you're back at work, do you? <laughs> I feel like I'm back at work. <laughs> yeah. Yes. It, let's see. <laughs> there was there were five sequels. A let's see, five sequels and a reboot. And a reboot. Okay. No, you know what? I'm sorry. There were five original sequels. There was a 2014 Ooh. reboot. And then there was a sequel that was direct to video that came out in 2018. So technically, yeah, technically there have been, is it eight movies? Hmm. Dear Lord in heaven. Yes. There's been eight Leprechaun movies. Buckle up kiddies. Yeah. So Leprechaun came out in 1993. Leprechaun two, not electric boogaloo came out in 94. Leprechaun three, the Leprechaun inning, uh, came out in 1995. That's not the title of it. Um, here's where it, it gets be. here's where it gets fun because I wanted to look up and see. Do you recall what year did they do Jason in space? Oh, they I did do a Leprechaun in space, didn't they? Yeah, they did. Leprechaun four. Oh Leprechaun four God. colon in space, not colon in space. That's different. But Leprechaun <laughs> the punctuation colon. Although it wouldn't have made a difference, I don't think. No, I'm tempted to agree with you. Gentlemen, it gets worse. Wow. <clears throat> Leprechaun 4 was in space. So Leprechaun 4, punctuation mark, colon, in space. Things in space. Uh, Leprechaun 5 was, they dropped the numbering at this point, and it was titled Leprechaun in the Hood. Oh, oh my. No. Gentlemen, tell me no. Gentlemen, it gets worse. What year did that come out? That was 2000. Guys, no. Gentlemen, it gets no. worse. The last of the sequels came out in 2003 called Leprechaun colon Back to the Hood. Well, if oh. you go once, you got to go back. With with the number two oh. and the word the spelled T-H-A. Oh, boy. Oh, no. No, we can't be doing that now. Huh. Nope. Huh. Right. So, So my understanding is Leprechaun in the Hood is... I'm assuming it's a sequel to the other ones as well, but then Leprechaun back to the hood 
was a direct sequel to Leprechaun in the Hood. Yeah, yeah. We we just uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. In 2014, they had a reboot called Leprechaun Origins. I mm. did know mm. that they had done an origin story. Yeah. Yeah. Leprechaun Origins Wolverine. And then they did a direct-to-video, considered to be a direct sequel to the original film, the one that we watched. They did one in 2018 called Leprechaun Returns. <sighs> which is when the Leprechaun comes back from being gone in space for five years and finds out that he and Lois Lane had a son, but he's kind of a deadbeat dad now. Oh, and his name? Bruce Wayne. Yes. yes. Martha? Exactly. Martha. His mother's name is Martha, yes. Martha O'Grady. Why did you say that name? Why did you say that name, John? Why do we say anything, Pat? I don't even know. Pat, I think you've got a... Why did you say that name? I would love to... Right now, I'm just dumbfounded by the number of sequels that this movie has. Uh I mean... I knew there were a couple. I did not know there was a plethora. The more important (laughs) question is, do you bleed? Well, yes, my eyes do, because I watched Leprechaun. Right. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, all the love to Warwick Davis. Oh, absolutely. Who I love, but good God, man. It's, I mean, we're getting way ahead of ourselves. I mean, we haven't even got to the deep thoughts part of it yet, but, like, this movie did is he, stupid. Did he, did he, um. He wanted to do this. He wasn't held at gunpoint. Is that what you're asking? Did he do more of them? Like, I have questions. He did pretty much all of them. Oh, oh, yeah, I see. Yeah, that's sad. He he at one point actually said that he felt like Leprechaun was one of his favorite movies of his own. That must be like this is the man who did Willow and Return of the Jedi. He must he must just be able to have some sort of like fun playing a twisted character or something because. Because no, no. That or you can grind up and smoke four-leaf clovers. Mm. Which is probably... I see, I had not possible. thought about that. I mean, that's always a possibility. True. Yeah. Anyway, I, let's let's continue on. So, yes, yeah. those are those are all the, the plethora of sequels that are available. You know what? I'm, mm. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try my best not to dog on this movie too much until we get at least to, like, the deep thoughts section of this you know i don't want to put anything down i i want to have a, a leprechaun do attitude yes oh yes wow yeah i there are not words to fit your crimes head yes <clears throat> i feel like i'm kevin from star trek the next generation <laughs> There's, there are no laws to fit my crimes you are, um, you are not quite a doubt yes. yet. No, no, no doubt about it. Oh, Lord. <laughs> oh, man, he's on fire tonight, though. <laughs> he's uh. on something. <laughs> yep, yep, <clears throat> yep. It's, uh, I've eaten a lot of Lucky Charms in anticipation of this mm-hmm. episode. So I have progressed to type 3 diabetes, and that's probably why. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Check your uh, check your blood. Check it often. It can help you live a better life. All right. So yeah, Leprechaun. That's what we were talking about. Flick Metrics gives it a thirty nine percent. Cinema Score just gave up and didn't have this one. 
Warwick Davis plays the Leprechaun. He was in Willow and Star Wars Episode Six: Return of the Jedi, uh, among other movies. Jennifer Aniston played Tori Redding. She was in Friends with Money, Marley and Me, and Friends. Um, Ken Olant played Nathan Murphy. He was in April Fool's Day and Summer School. Mark Holton played Ozzie Jones. He was in Pee Wee's Big Adventure and Teen Wolf. Robert High Gorman played Alex Murphy. He was in Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Dead and Forever Young. Shay Duffin played J.D. Redding. He was in Beowulf and The Departed. John Volstadt played Deputy Trippett. He was in Spies Like Us and The New Guy. Pamela Mant played Mrs. O'Grady. She was in The Hotel New Hampshire and The People vs. Larry Flint. Uh, William Newman played Sheriff Cronin. He was in The Amazing Spider-Man and Mrs. Doubtfire. David Permenter played the shop owner. He was in Steel Magnolias and The Gift. Raymond C. Turner played the dispatcher. He was in The Hidden and St. Elmo's Fire. So a couple little trivia things on this one. Mark Jones, the director and writer, was inspired by a Lucky Charms commercial and the film Critters to create this villainous leprechaun character. Okay. Because that's what you're naturally going to mash up is you're sitting there watching a Lucky Charms commercial, and then it cuts back to the movie Critters that you had been watching on late-night TV. Okay. Sounds about right. That's why I got really upset when I felt like somebody stole my idea when Cocaine Bear came out. Because mm-hmm. I had this really awesome idea to mix Predator and Teddy Ruxpin. There you go. And then okay. somebody stole it. Okay. You know, give him a little bit of cocaine, put a cassette in his back, and it's all good. Did anybody ever try to? Do you ever have one of those bears that you put the cassette in the back mm. and he talked? Oh yeah. Did you have one of those? Mm-hmm. Oh man, I always wanted one of those because I always wanted to take it and put in like a ZZ Top cassette and see what he did. <laughs> did you ever do? Did you ever put a different cassette in him to see? We we did. Of course, I can't remember what. Okay. Yeah, we definitely put, and it was relatively anticlimactic. But... Okay. All right. Well, maybe it's a good thing I didn't do it. That probably says more about me as a child that I watched the Teddy Ruxpin commercials and I thought I want one of those so I can corrupt it. Well, I think I just remember it would just play the tape. Yeah, it, his mouth wouldn't move. Like I don't it, think. It, well, it didn't look like he was singing along. Not that I recall. Whatever one I had that we put tapes into, I just remember it would just play. It just worked like a stereo. I don't remember if the mouth moved or oh, not. Okay. Okay. Oh, you had a knockoff Teddy Ruxpin. I don't know. I don't know if it was an I got over. It was just another. Th- I don't remember what we had, oh, okay. but I remember there was some with the tape, and it was like, oh, let's put other tapes in there, and it just functioned like a regular stereo. Like, oh, okay, all right, yeah, that's fair enough. So the, apparently, this took a long time to get developed. He started writing the script in '85, and spent mm. quite a bit of time developing this character. And I guess once Warwick Davis was kind of connected with this, they really started to shift. I mean, I guess the. Some of the delays, I think, were because the studio wanted a straight-up adult horror movie, gory, scary, freaky character, a little bit of Nightmare on Elm Street. They were probably thinking more Nightmare on Elm Street mixed with Lucky Charms, but instead, once Warwick Davis got involved, he's like, no, 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 we want to play this up as like a horror comedy. Like, let me add more comedy to this. Let me add more slapsticky stuff. And so I think kind of between the long time it took to get this developed and Warwick Davis wanting to do this with the character. That's why this ended up having probably more humor than should have been necessary. Is my I, guess. You know what? 
I, I know we're not in deep thoughts yet, but that was one thing I noticed. In all fairness, I mean, I'm, I was watching it and I'm like, I'm not seeing like a bad concept. I'm not seeing any, right. but that was it. It was like, am I supposed to be laughing? Am I supposed to be shocked? It, you know, okay. I'm thinking it's kind of zany and kind of silly. And then all of a sudden, like language is flying or gratuitous violence is happening. And it's just like, okay, well, where, you know, what, where, where am I supposed where am I, where are we with this? Right. So, right. I could see that there was, was a bit of a push, push and pull there. Right. Right. And the jokes weren't even that funny. I mean, I wasn't even doubling over in laughter. Oh, oh no. Come on, man. Did I just, did we warn the audience that I had a bunch of Irish puns written down or, or was that before we started? I think recording? that was just us. I'm sorry. I apologize, everybody. It's been a week. It's been a week. You've earned it, John. You know what? You've earned the right for that. You've earned it. You've earned it. Have I? Bo's about to kill me, I think. Well, no. No. It's fine. It's okay. just cringy. And, it's, oh. It is. It is. I kind of apologize, but not really. But see, only just, kind of. That's I the trick kinda, there. It's a sorry, not sorry kind of situation. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and I will say, too, like, that was kind of it. I, I, I found them going for jokes, but... I, I just, I wasn't laughing right. and I feel bad staying that. I really do. Cause again, I, I like where they were going with what they were trying to do, but I, I think it was just a matter of committing all the way to it and really exactly. putting the effort into making the scene humorous, right. you know? Right. I mean, it was, yeah. Yeah. It was a little too much whiplash from one kind of thing to the other. A bit, <laughs> a bit. <laughs> yes. I will say, and the the makeup effects I thought were great. Like, especially if you wanted to have a creepy horror movie with a leprechaun as your monster, the makeup mm-hmm. on this was amazing. Like, that part, yeah. I, I'm all in on the makeup. Like, that could have definitely been, if they wanted to go straight up horror, totally fine. Supposedly, it took about three hours mm-hmm. to apply the makeup and about 40 minutes to remove the makeup from Warwick Davis. But, yeah, the whoever did the, actually, Gabe Bartalos was the makeup guy's name. So, Bang up job there, Gabe, on the leprechaun makeup, because that I thought was a really strong part of this. All right. We're going to head into our major moments here in just a moment. Before we do that, we have we'll give you a quick synopsis and then we'll play the trailer audio for this one. So in a world where gold is power, Warwick Davis stars as a terrifying leprechaun hell bent on revenge. Jennifer Aniston, Ken Olent and Mark Holton must fend off this mythical menace when they stumble upon his hidden treasure. It's life or death race to outwit, outshine and outlive the leprechaun. Will luck be on their side? Find out in Leprechaun. The luck of the Irish is being packed and shipped to a little town in South Dakota whose luck may have just run out. Like, really scared. 
Hello? I need the police. This is an emergency. You can kill anything. What the hell are you? You're just gonna know how to do it. it's out of the crate before we get into the major moments pat i know that you had mentioned something earlier do you feel any needs right now to make any comments about your particular your particularly favorite actor in this movie or <laughs> yeah i was i was gonna say well first of all i was gonna i was gonna say listening to that music i feel like that music helped identify this as it was supposed to be more of a scary movie uh-huh than the actual music that was in the movie. Cause I think the music that was in the movie actually kind of lended itself to, this is just kind of silly and zany and yeah. all that kind of stuff. Kind of like so a Looney Tunes cartoon. Thought. It kind of, yeah. And as far as, as far as the, as far as the actor and actress. Yeah. I, for me, Jennifer Aniston show, stole the show on that one. And Weaver. Uh, Ah, uh, yes. Yes, that was, yeah, definitely, uh, yeah. Yeah, I'll just leave it at that. Yeah, uh-huh. she caught my eye. And at first I was like, yeah. is that Jennifer? Oh, my God, that is Jennifer Aniston. That's crazy. Yeah, so but before that, that was... before that, Pat was like, I don't think this movie is very good. And then all of a sudden that character is introduced, and he's like, no, it's it's fine. It's fine. I don't know why it's coming out so squeaky. <laughs> yeah, this is good. This is a good movie. I don't, you know, I'm I don't fine. see any problem with it. But uh, no, no, it's, yes, I thought Jennifer Aniston added a whole lot to the film. Yes. And uh, that's all I got to say about that. All right. Okay. All right. Well, we got 10 major moments that'll kind of help fly through the plot here. If you haven't seen it or haven't seen it lately, then, uh, I mean, we always recommend that you go see the movie. Come on back. We'll be here. Just hit pause. Uh, but if you want us to fly through the plot for you, we're going to do that right now with our major moments. The year is 1983, and Dan O'Grady has come back from Ireland having stolen a pot of gold from a leprechaun. He buries the gold, but finds the leprechaun has followed him and killed his wife. He uses a four-leaf clover to trap the leprechaun in a crate, as you do. Before he can burn the creature, he suffers a stroke. Fast forward to ten years later, J.D. Redding and his daughter Tori rent the O'Grady farmhouse for the summer. They hire Nathan, Alex, and Ozzy to repaint the house. Ozzy accidentally frees the leprechaun while in the basement, brushing off the four-leaf clover that was trapping him there. Ozzy and Alex find a bag of 100 gold coins after chasing a rainbow, stashing it in an old well. The leprechaun let loose now injures J.D. by mimicking a cat. Uh, The group takes J.D. to the hospital, unknowingly followed by the leprechaun on a tricycle. Uh, The leprechaun kills Joe, the pawn shop owner, for having his gold and leaves after shining Joe's shoes. You know, those are sentences you never thought you'd say. True that. (laughs) He killed Joe, but not until shining his shoes. He was a killer and a madman, but on the other hand, he had a beautiful singing voice. The leprechaun, let's see, leprechaun returns to the farmhouse, injuring Nathan in a bear trap, terrorizing the group until they reveal that they have found his gold. I will make a comment because this was in the trailer. For some reason, I'm on apparently on a movie 
theme of ear trauma. Because in this movie, the leprechaun bites Francis in the side of the face, and he's like, he got my ear, he got my ear. And earlier, I was watching the movie Megan. Have either of you watched that one, the one with the like the, the killer psychotic AI robot toy doll? I have not. Okay. All right. It's uh, it's decent. It's decent. But yeah, there is uh, there's a little bit of ear trauma in that movie too. Somebody gets their ear ripped off. Interesting. Like there's a scene where the robot doll girl is attacking somebody and she starts pulling on their ear as if it's like I'm going to punish you, kind of like how somebody's grandmother would like grab your ear to get your attention. But she keeps pulling. Mm. And basically it turns into a good old-fashioned taffy pull. Mm. Yeah. So, been dealing with a lot of ear trauma in my in my movie watching lately. So, I don't know what's going on, but, you know, I'm worried. Things always tend to come in threes. So, I'm worried I'm going to watch some other movie where somebody's ear gets ripped off. I'm guessing it would be one of those movies that you found on that website with the DVDs and see, like, that probably would be some ear ripping it type could stuff. Be. It could be, yeah. For those listening, I, we were having a lot of fun reading through some of the movie titles on some of the boutique DVD websites that are available out there. Vinegar Syndrome was the one we were reading some of the movie titles off of. And yes, I could just about guarantee that there is ear trauma in one of those movies. Children of the Corn. I bet there's ear trauma. There's got to be. I, there has to be. It's It's... The jokes just keep coming tonight. I apologize. That wasn't even an Irish pun, but it it but it works and yeah. it's in keeping with the spirit of the you know. It is. I, I really shouldn't do this because Irish jokes, they don't just they don't just embarrass one of us. They shame us all. <laughs> I I gotta stop because I think Bo's just gonna leave. <laughs> I wow. <laughs> like the fact that you came up with all these is kind of impressive. I had like five minutes before we started recording, and for some reason that's what popped into my head. Let's write down <sighs> Irish puns. It's kind of impressive. Thank you. I was also frightened. But, you know. Yeah. Five minutes. Man, that's A lot can happen in five minutes. That's, that's true. That's true. This was only slightly better than the other day when, to in order to keep my daughter occupied, I made her play Six Degrees of Taylor Swift in which I would give mm -hmm. her an obscure movie actor or singer and make her somehow connect it to Taylor Swift in six steps. Hmm. Yeah. Had you researched these and known that they could be connected or Not is really. that a thing? I, I don't, mean, I don't I, know about I had, the six degrees of... I had a vague idea. The the Bob Seger one actually worked out pretty well. I thought that was pretty good. The one she was most... Oh, well, I don't... I'm saying this myself. The one I was most impressed with is... the way we got from me to taylor swift oh well, that is what are, good. Your, no. what are your connections to taylor swift i won't go through the whole thing but my connection at least to the music industry to get that part of it started is in college i interviewed sir mix a lot for a news article there it is so once you got back then you're in wow that was yeah yeah, I even came up, I think, with a really clever headline for that one. I, I, I got to see if I could look it up and find what it was. It had something to do with Got Back. As it should. As I mean, it, come yeah. on. Yeah. It was it was either going to be that or put him on the glass. I don't remember which one, but I think mm -hmm. it was I think it was something to do with Got Back. Yeah. 
So somehow, I, I'd have to look it up again. Somehow we connected myself to Sir Mix-a-Lot to Nicki Minaj, but then somehow got to Taylor Swift in like two more steps. So, <laughs> but yeah. Anyway, well done. We, we digress. Let's see. Where were we? The Shining of the Shoes. The Leprechaun returns to the farmhouse, which, oddly enough, some of the areas in which they seem, they filmed some of these scenes of really brutal torture and killing and things like that. Same spots where they filmed Little House on the Prairie. <laughs> yeah oh no yeah warwick davis even well, commented in an interview he's like it felt maybe a little sacrilegious to do the horror movie on some of the same property but eh, whatever it didn't stop anybody hey if the shoe fits yeah he's like little you got a little half pint running down the hill of you know flowered grass and all of a sudden there's a leprechaun running after her with a knife Let's see. Tori goes to the nursing home where O'Grady is kept to learn how to kill the leprechaun. She learns that a four-leaf clover can kill him, has to touch him in order to take away his powers and destroy him. Tori does end up finding a four-leaf clover, which Alex uses to kill the leprechaun. The group throws him back into the well, blows it up, seemingly put an end to the leprechaun's menace until he vows to come back for his gold in a little voiceover at the end there. That is the major moments. Let's let's jump down the well with the leprechaun and see if we've got any any deeper thoughts here. And now deep thoughts. We may have already started this off a little bit, but did you like this movie? In spite of itself, I think I enjoyed myself watching it. Huh. Yeah, I'd agree with Bo. Yeah. Yeah, I, I watched it once. It's not going to happen again. And despite the fact that I pretty vehemently said this is a stupid, stupid movie, it was one of those ones that like, you're watching it and it's like, okay, this is fun. It's really bad, but it's kind of fun. Mm-hmm. Like, I, yeah. we, we've already kind of talked about it a little bit, but I'm like, I would have loved to have seen what this was if it was a straight-up horror. Because you're, you're stealing mm-hmm. elements from Nightmare on Elm Street. You've got, instead of the tongue coming out of the phone, you've got the little hand that comes out of the phone. You know, you've got Freddy Krueger elements to this, but it's all done for slapsticky humor. And I'm like, I, I would have liked to have, I think I would have liked to have seen at least the first movie in this series, maybe do straight up horror, and then much like Nightmare on Elm Street and some of the other ones. If you're gonna go the the like horror comedy route, maybe do that in a sequel. Yeah, yeah, that's, even that's more the mold, right? You do the first one, you tell you you create the universe, and then you and then you go kind of funny, sort of in the. I feel like a lot of franchises have done that. Yeah, yeah, and and I will say too, look at Evil Dead, too. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously that one was a little bit more horror than Army of Darkness, but there were some comedic things in there. And I I can't sit here and just say, well, they should have done this. They should have done this. They should have done this. But I, I think they could have pulled it off if they would have just gone a little bit more in that mold. And it, it would have been, I think, two things. I think one, deciding what route you want to go. And then second of all, really committing to it and making sure the little jokes are funny, making sure, maybe making sure that a lot of little jokes are gone. So it's, it's scarier, um, making sure that there's music to kind of match what they're trying to tell here. I, I think, 
or or not go the horror comedy route and really commit to that. Make sure the jokes are funny. Make sure that the actors are, you know, portraying it in the manner that they that they want. It's just they never really committed to what they were trying to do. And see, that's exactly what you just said. Make sure the jokes are funny. Like, yeah, I don't mind horror comedy, and and if that's what this is going to be, then fine. I do horror comedy. I I love horror comedy. I mean, we've watched several of those. I listed off before we started recording. I listed off a whole bunch that I guarantee are awesome, stupid B movie horror comedy type things. I love that stuff, but it just it just wasn't funny. Like it was. I watched Nightmare on Elm Street, and at least. When Freddy Krueger says some of the stuff he says, some of it's cringy, but some of it's like, okay, that's that's actually kind of funny. Or if it's not haha funny, it's like creepy funny. Mm-hmm. Whereas everything in this, I was just like, I, oh brother, I, I can't, right? It was like, oh brother, I'm like, I can't, I can't tell if I'm watching a horror movie or just a children's show where they misunderstood how not to make the children's show character not creepy. Mm-hmm. I, I can't tell. I can't tell if this is meant to be a horror movie or if I'm watching a kid's show. Right. Because the quote-unquote monster is acting like he's in a kid's show. All the other right. actors Well, until he starts like biting ears and stuff. Well, yeah. I mean, you know. I'm not saying what kind of kid's show it is, but... <laughs> you know. it, well, and I think it's a, the attention to details, Right. Yeah. Like, why did we keep shooting him with the shotgun when it didn't work? Right. And and it's like, okay, well, if you're using the shotgun sort of, and I was thinking like Terminator, right? You're constantly being pursued by a, mm-hmm. a non-stoppable force. Well, like, if you're going to use the shotgun just because it kind of slows him down, then okay. But that's not what happened. I mean, so immediately you get the laughable thing there where we keep trying to blast away at this thing. And then what finally got him? Like the kid got him with the, with the, what do you call that? The, the the sling? Yeah. What do you call that thing that you pull back and... Yeah, slingshot. Slingshot, yeah. yeah. I couldn't think of that. Yeah. And then the kid finally gets him with a slingshot, and it's like, yeah. okay, well, have some consistency there. Attention to detail. Where did this leprechaun come from? Why is he not the cute, fun leprechaun that we've always known? Give us some kind of a history or backstory or world building or something. I, I, want, I wanted some leprechaun folklore. Yeah. Yeah, and I wonder if that's why they finally made that origin story to finally get into some of that. Because I agree, he just sort of appears. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then if you lead off where he's like your main character and you're not sitting there wondering, is the leprechaun real? Is it not real? Okay, it's real because here it comes. If you lead off with it, then you really got to make sure he's funny mm-hmm. or you got to make sure that it's scary or because there was no suspense, there was no any. You saw him in the first couple minutes of the film. Yeah. Well, and and part of the, I mean, part of the whole thing of, if I'm remembering my, you know, leprechaun folklore, part of the whole thing about the leprechauns is if you catch one, aren't they supposed to grant you wishes? Maybe. I feel like part yeah, of the, I, part of I it is like if you catch, remember that, like if you catch a leprechaun, also, they're supposed to grant you wishes, but then like you got to be careful because then it's like monkey paw wishes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I also feel like kind of like with vampires, sometimes there's a couple different ways these things work. You got to invite the leprechaun mm-hmm. in. Well, not just that, but like there's diff- there's maybe zombies is even better. You know, sometimes there's mm-hmm. fast zombies and slow zombies. Oh yeah. 
I think there's also money leprechauns and uh, catch me leprechauns, you know? Okay. Right. Catch me leprechaun. That was, that was a great Leonardo DiCaprio movie. <laughs> catch me if you but leprechaun. Oh, get the, oh, geez. I'm sorry. Bo set that one that, up. I'm not. Bo set that one up. I'm not. Fully I did. To blame. I did. That one is on me. He's, not fully to blame. He, he's opening the door. You're merely walking through. Mm-hmm. Just teeing him up. <sighs> but we didn't even get any of that. That's that's the part with the movie is that you're just right. kind of like plopped into this thing, and it's like, well, you got you got to give us something, some backstory. Yeah. And again, I'm not. I'm not. I'm really trying hard not to yuck someone's yum. I'm not saying don't go see this movie, and I'm sure there's probably a cult following. And if you like creepy Carly jump scare fun horror then you'll enjoy this but upon further review it just seems to be lacking in some some areas if you wanted a horror movie if you enjoyed the part of gremlins where gizmo was driving around the little remote controlled sports car but you wish that gizmo was more leprechaun looking but without the irish accent this is the movie for you yeah, like I said, driving around the sports car, perfect example. Why was he driving around that little go-kart thing? Because it was better yeah. than the tricycle? That's true. Yeah, I guess, or, I guess. But or the, that's or the wheelchair. Okay, that's, more, that's more zany than horror. Mm-hmm. I will say that the opening scene where the guy walked in and he got out of the car and he was kind of staggering home after stealing the gold, Yeah. he drank the, what was it, a bottle of wine or whiskey or whatever the heck that was? Sure, yeah, as you do. And he... And he threw it on the ground yeah. and it just kind of went thud. It didn't shatter, which I know most of the time that's what happens with glass. They only really yeah. shatter in movies, but still I felt like that was supposed to be like the sound of something shattering, mm-hmm. but it didn't. It just kind of went thud, thud on the ground. That made me laugh out loud. Yeah. And then especially cause they showed it like normally you get glass shattering and they show it to you, but this was just a, a bottle getting thudded on the ground and they show it to you. And it was kind of like, I'm not, I'm not sure what that's supposed to represent. Mm-hmm. Just a bottle going thud on the ground. Yeah. I thought that was pretty funny. Yeah. I yeah. enjoyed that scene. Uh, there were definitely funny moments. It just, it, there were, I, I kind of wanted it to pick a lane and like mm-hmm. either be horror comedy and, and go with quality horror comedy or go with horror. And, you know, right. if you're going to put the comedy in there, make it like creepy comedy like Freddy Krueger. Right. Right. I think it was, yeah, you had to, like you said, pick a lane, and for me, attention to details. Yeah. Get all the details right of what you're, what you're trying to accomplish. Yeah. Yeah, and it, it would have been, I, and, and I mentioned gremlins kind of like flippantly a minute ago, but if you were going to, if you're going to tie in, if the one thing that can kill him is a four-leaf clover, then like we said a minute ago, go back and, and give us some of the, Irish folklore related to gremlins, related to some of these mystical creatures, and give us like a three rules, like you've got with gremlins. Mm-hmm. You know, give us a, a leprechaun version of the gremlin three rules, and let that be something that helps structure the story and structure the action and how you're going to get this whole thing resolved and something like that. It just it felt like if it took so long for them from eighty five to ninety one when they made this movie, if it took them that many years to develop this, I feel like there should have been more substance to the story. Well, right. I mean, and I might, I'm, I'm going to say the exact same thing you just said in different words. Yeah. Give us the ground rules. We're fighting against this, this, this creature that like, what are the rules? What can it do? What can't it do? 
can it be killed by normal mortal weapons or not? Okay, it's a three-lived clover. Can can you, you know, grind it up and and coat your bullets with the three-leaf clover bits, or do you just have to hold the three? You know what I'm saying? Like the like the leper like the Gremlin three rules. What are the three? What are the rules for the leprechaun? Just so when we watch it, we know what the main characters have to do to make this work otherwise it's just they're just running Guns around don't have any rules pat <laughs> well, i i understand that that was kind of the as right john pointed out that was the purpose of alien 3 there was no hope and if we have that then that's a different kind of movie than tell that story right like the leprechaun's gonna win no it's it's just it's that we need we need the ground rules we, like what what is it trying to accomplish and how is it trying to accomplish it? And how can we stop it? Or can we? I just I want to point out, I feel like such a proud papa that I'm not the one that brought up Alien 3. I know. <laughs> I'm so happy. And I brought it up in a positive. I'm not, I'm not roasting it. I brought it I up in a positive. I know. I'm so happy right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Forget, forget the 500th episode. We can end it with this one. <laughs> John's mission has succeeded. He's turned us to the dark side. And now he can sit and scoff like the emperor. Challenge accepted and resolved. Like my plastic surgeon said, if you're going to go, go with a smile. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Even when you win, you lose. Do we have anything else about say, to say about this one before we get into our three leprechaun questions? I think we've... Jennifer Aniston did a good job. Yeah. I think, I think we've said all we're going to say about it. I it's not a bad movie. It's just, you know, it's just drawn that way. It is what it is. Yeah. It's time for three questions. He asks each traveler five questions. Three questions. Three questions. What were they? Cycles? We all go a little mad sometimes. Quit pro quo. I tell you things, you tell me things. So I'll ask you the questions and then we'll see, all right? So I'll ask you the questions and we'll see, all right? All right. Question number one. What is the scariest little creature from a movie or folklore you would not want to encounter? I, I've kind of got a toss-up between two of them. But I feel like, I, you know what, I'm going to go last because I'm worried that I might be stealing your guys' thunder. Mm -hmm. So I got some stuff to say, but you guys you guys go ahead. Okay. Well, what do you got? From the original Gremlins, once they get wet, I've seen the movie again. They're not the scariest thing, but they scarred me as a child, and I still get a little creeped out by them. Mm -hmm. Something about something so small that can attack and they're almost so small. They're it's like a fighter get getting inside the, the shooting arc of a capital ship. You know, they're too small. Get in and start chewing on you and stuff. I don't like it. Mm. That's what I got. Okay. John. 
I was going to go with, there's there's all of the like 80s horror movies with the little creatures like Critters, Ghoulies, Munchies, anything that ends in E's. Gremlins was another one. I, I probably would have put Gremlins on my list too. In terms of little creatures, I'm I'm going to tell you what wigs me out in most Ooh. movies, and and it's not really I wouldn't do it like a like little creature kind of thing, but bugs, like, mm-hmm. and I'm thinking specifically the um which which one was that season of the witch was that Halloween three? I think it was Halloween three, yeah, Halloween three season of the witch. And in that movie, that was the one where the like kids put on these Halloween masks and then the this thing comes on the TV and then all these bugs, from what I remember, I, the last time I watched this, I was a little kid, all these bugs start crawling out of the masks that are stuck on the kids' heads. And I was like, Ugh. That just sounds lovely. I know, right? Hello, coloring. Right. Um so I remember that always creeped me out. I, pretty much anything with bugs or like little creatures like that, any kind of like little, yeah. Yeah, maybe something like that. The uh, the like scarab beetle things from the mummy movie. Oh, good one. Those are kind of creepy. Oh, I'm going to wait for Pat. I just thought of one that was almost better than Gremlins. Okay. That, that kind but of again, mixes Gremlins some... for me was a childhood trauma thing. So yeah. I think that's part of why I went to it. Yeah. I just thought of something so good, but I want to hear what Pat says first. Okay. All right. Pat, you're up. Cause I got a hunch. I'm going to gone too big, but I, I'd say aliens or alien, the, the face hugger thing. Oh, face huggers. That thing always gave me the, yeah. the heebie jeebies. Acceptable. Um, Agreed. And then the steady eels. Yep, oh, that's yeah. the one that came to me while Pet John was talking. Yeah. 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 It's yeah. those things were the original. And like I said, I didn't do a lot of horror movies growing up. So I kind of had to get my horror from horror treatments of standard films and all that kind of stuff. So yeah. again, that uh, the steady eels was like the, the OG for me. That was the old, oh, oh, okay. Yeah. Wow. Star Trek, I didn't expect you to go this direction. Like that kind of thing. So you know what those show would be my options. You know what show takes that whole thing of like eels, bugs, stuff like that, and takes it to like a, a whole other other level? Pat, I could guarantee you have not watched this show, but Bo, you might have. <laughs> okay. Did you ever watch The Strain? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. The fact that the, because the strain is a vampire show and the whole idea is that vampire blood is made up of like these little white worms. And if the white Mm -hmm. worms get into you in any way, that's when you can, like a vampire doesn't have to bite you. The blood is actually, if any of the little white worm blood crawls into any opening in your body, then you are immediately infected and will eventually become a vampire. Yeah, now that you say it. And there's some yeah. there's some eye trauma in that because there's a lot of times where the worms crawl in through the eyes. Yeah. Yeah. That's pleasant. That's a good callback. I had the, not thought of that the, in many moons. The, and... the makers of Star Trek Discovery would have loved that. I'm not sure I'm happy that you brought that up. That that I'm that's sorry. horrible. I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry, not sorry. Yeah, I actually do want to go back and rewatch that show because Yeah, now that you say it, I kinda do too. That's a good show. It's good, especially a good October show. Yeah. 
Good stuff. All right. What is your favorite Warwick Davis role? This is a challenge. Yes. Because I, until you look at his list, you know he's in a bunch of stuff, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. But until you look at the list, I don't know if you appreciate how much of our childhood he was involved in. Oh, totally. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, oh my God. (laughs) He played Reaper Sheep in two completely different versions of Prince Caspian. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's just, what are the chances of this? Yeah. Hmm. I mean, he was in, he's been in pretty much everything Star Wars. Yeah. He's been in so much of Harry Potter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Obviously, he's Willow. I, for me, I think that's got to be, he was in Doctor Who. I love the movie Willow. Uh, that that mm-hmm. probably has got to be my answer. I'm going to go with Willow. But mm-hmm. there is so much, like you were saying, there's so much that he has been in, that Chronicles of Narnia, Harry Potter movies, Star Wars, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, tons of other movies. I mean, if you're a Leprechaun fan, he's been in all the Leprechaun movies. Yeah. Tons of stuff. I have to go Star Wars. Uh, Did I just interrupt you, Bo? No, go for it. Okay, I was just going to say Star Wars. That's what I, when I'm faced with the big list, I just got to go with my gut reaction, and I'm going to go with Star Wars. He was also in Labyrinth, but, like, not, not a big enough part. He was just one of the goblins. Right. I mean, I, yeah, I was going to say Wicket just because that's, you know, you say Warwick Davis, that's what I picture. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But so many things. Yeah. And he's been able to do it, like, he's been able to age with these franchises that he's in. Mm-hmm. Like, you got to give the guy some serious props, man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, he was in Pirates of the Caribbean, right? Was he? Wasn't he one of the pirates? I don't remember that. Uh, neither, but if you're none of this would surprise me. I don't see it on the list. Yeah. Mm. Might be somebody else. Could be someone else. Okay. But yeah, no. There's tons and tons but of stuff. It wouldn't surprise me if he was at this point. I mean Yeah. All right, and the question number three, what is your go-to lucky charm or superstition that you believe brings you good fortune? Hmm. I don't have one. Like, I don't really have anything that I consider to be like a lucky charm or a like this, these have always brought me luck or something like that. I have a funny story to go along with this, though. I mentioned before it's it's been a bit of a week at work, and yeah. on one of the days in particular, it was a particularly bad day. And Pat has heard about this. I I had a conversation with Dennis at the end of that one particular day. And things were just like everything was going wrong. Everything that Mm -hmm. could possibly go wrong was going wrong with work, with just everything. You know, stuff I was finally excited about. Like it's been a little bit of time since I've been able to do something that I'm excited to do at work. I was supposed to do something that day. It got canceled and pushed off to some other time I had worked really hard on it to get it ready for that day I was not a happy camper when that happened then there were other things that you know things that I was supposed to have until March to be able to get ready for are now moved up to the beginning of November so 
things like that. Everything was just kind of going wrong all morning. Then I get a notification that a medication that I needed was now there's like a global shortage for it. So unavailable, can't get it. I'm like, oh, great. That's just wonderful. That just adds to the whole thing. Yes, yeah, everything was all awesome. Our dog was sick, so we were kind of dealing with some of that. And, and so I'm like, I get to, and all of this is before lunchtime. So I, I leave a meeting in the morning and I go, you know what, forget this. I'm just going to. I'm going to go grab some lunch. I need to just get out of here for a minute. I'm going to go grab some lunch. I'm going to sit under a shady tree. I'm going to park my car under a shady tree. I'm going to have my lunch, and, and it's going to be fine. I'm just going to reset. We're going to, like, have some lunch. I do still feel the need to torture myself, so I'm going to have Panda Express. So I go and I, I get my Panda Express, and I go park my car under a, a shady tree, and I'm having my lunch, and I'm like, okay, all right, let's just let's take a breath here, and let's let's kind of reset things a bit. Then I opened my fortune cookie, and my fortune is blank. Oh. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. oh, Lord. Not a good sign. And that I just is mean I just, and cruel just, and all the things. Uh-huh. I was like, of, of all days, of all days, like what led me to the point where I would actually be here and order this food and get the fortune cookie that has the blank fortune on all possible days. So no fortune for you. And, and Pat, I feel like, I don't remember if it was you or if it was somebody else that came in that afternoon and Mm -hmm. was kind of like checking in on me and asking me how things were going. And I think I told you this story and I feel like it, it might've been you. It was either Mm -hmm. you or Jeff or somebody. And I think you were even trying to like be really helpful. And you were like, well, maybe that just means that like your fortune could be anything you want it to be. And I think my response was Pat, that's stupid. It means I have no fortune. I, I wish I could claim credit for that, but yeah. that was not me. That it was must not have been you. one okay. of our. Must have been. Might have been Jeff me. then. Because honestly, I don't think I could say that without okay. it sounding sarcastic. Okay. Okay. I, I think, but, <laughs> that's very self-aware of you, Pat. That's yeah. That's yeah. True. I just, I just know. That's. True. I just know. Okay. So maybe it was Jeff then. Yeah. It was. It was such it a great day. It was kind of sound like a Mazuka thing. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, it could be. Could be. Yeah. So I well-meaning, whoever it was, well-meaning and, and trying to help me feel better about the day and all that. But I and, and I wasn't being mean about it. I was like, no, what it means is I have no fortune and it's all done. It's yeah. all yeah. it's all bad. It's all terrible. Yeah, uh, I really don't think that was me. As my okay. wife uh, often points out, whenever I go for sympathetic, it just comes out as condescending. I, I, I can't I like I can't turn it off. You go, you go for sympathetic out. and it comes out pathetic. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it comes out. So yeah, so that's my that's my fortune and glory story is that I have no fortune. And I've kept that fortune in my car to just remind me at all times that I have no oh, fortune. You you really are just a glutton for punishment, huh? Yeah. Sometimes. Noted. Mm-hmm. Glutton for punishment actually I think is the tagline in the Hand Express commercials. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Most definitely is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 100%. We are not getting Panda Express corporate sponsorship for this no, show. No, we, we, we kind of burned that bridge. Yeah. We right? have eschewed the need for Panda yes. sponsorship, apparently. Yes. Yes. What do you gentlemen have? Do you have any lucky charms? Any superstitions? I'm not really a, a superstitious guy. Yeah. I suppose, like... I will say, like, when I was playing more sports, 
I might have been. I was always I'm always big about I gotta have my hat. Okay. And that sort of thing. But like it was a, more about like a lucky pair was, of socks or something? No, it was just more about the uniform and having the all the pieces. Okay. You know, I didn't like not having a hat. Like just didn't like not having my hat. Yeah. I don't know. But I never really had like a a lucky rabbit's foot or anything yeah. quite like yeah. that. Patrick, what about you? I, I I don't think I have anything, John. I think it's I think it's the same kind of as both. I like having stuff organized and everything set and what I like to wear for a concert or what I like to wear for a game or a run or something like that. But I don't think I've got like a a set superstition. You subscribe to the Terminator way of life. There is no fate but what we make for ourselves. Yeah, I was going to say, maybe that could have been like what was on your fortune. Yeah. That's what you could have told yourself. It, it's true, yeah. Oddly enough, that afternoon, I actually had planned to infiltrate the home and workplace of Miles Dyson and uh, take him mm-hmm. down. So, yes, it, it could have been. Yeah. That's what I had planned for the rest easily. of the afternoon, but then I got sidetracked. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I was dressed like Linda Hamilton and everything. Right. You know, and you looked fantastic. Thank you. Thank you. I, was, I, I had worked out in my hospital room. Mm-hmm. They just don't like it when I disturb the furniture like that. All right. That's been three questions. We've been the 30-something movie podcast. Mm-hmm. We've, we've survived. We've, we've come through. Not only have we come through October mostly unscathed, I think we came through Leprechaun only slightly scathed. Yeah, like, it was a fun movie. It was fine. It was fun. I'm not going to watch it again. Mm-hmm. I probably will not mm-hmm. watch any of the sequels unless mm-hmm. forced to. Or unless, for some reason, I am ridiculously sick and can't move and just need to watch mindless TV. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I even think then it's going to take some doing, but... Yeah. Well, let's see. When I had COVID, I watched through the entire Godfather trilogy. So I feel like I'd go for something maybe a little higher quality if I got sick again. Mm, yeah. So probably yeah. not the, Probably not Leprechaun in the Hood. Um, no, I think that one's safe. Yeah. I think, yeah. Not probably yeah. touching that one. No. They can, they can keep that little pot of gold at the end of that rainbow because no thanks. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, 30podcast.com is where you can find all of our past episodes and get in touch with us and uh, leave us voicemails, things like that. We'd love to hear from you. Um, if you're going to leave us a review, the most helpful way to do that is uh, through Apple Podcasts. That is kind of the the main way to help the show get seen by more people, get uh, up in the charts there. So that is always very helpful. We do have the Patreon page. So if you are able to, if you love what you're hearing and you want to support the show that way, you can join us over on Patreon. Any level of support, any amount each month, even if it's like a dollar a month, a couple dollars a month, whatever you feel the show might be worth to you, that will give you access to all the bonus content as well. And it really helps out the show. So thank you so much for all of our patreon co-executive producers that do that each and every month because it really and truly does help out the show helps us cover some of the costs for putting this thing on and uh, recording this and being able to put this out there for you so thank you so much we've got some good stuff coming up this is the end of october so it's the end of our horror month but we are sliding right on into november which the theme for that one is thanks for the laughs 
Our Patreon for that one is King Kong from 1933. Patreon shorts are It Started in 93, The X-Files, and It Ended in 93, Quantum Leap. And then our regular episodes are So I Married an Axe Murderer, Dazed and Confused, Wayne's World 2, Grumpy Old Men, and Robin Hood Men in Tights. Tights. Thank you. And then December. December is sometimes that kind of catch-all month where I've got somewhat of a theme, but then if there's Christmas movies, we throw those in there too. So the theme for December is Good Eaten, and the that'll have our 500th anniversary episode is in there. And then the movies that fit with the Good Eaten theme are Alive, What's Eating Gilbert Grape, and Tombstone. Then we had a request to do Son-in-Law before the year got out. Jason Colvin requested that one, so we're going to be doing Son-in-Law. And then uh, right around Christmas time, we're going to have Nightmare Before Christmas is going to come out there. Patreon for the month of December is Heart and Souls from 1993. Patreon shorts are It Started in 93, Lois and Clark, The New Adventures of Superman, and It Ended in 93, The Wonder Years. And Pat, we were talking about this before, and we're going to fit this in somewhere in December. It, I don't know what day oh, yeah. it'll come out, but Pat had oh, requested yeah. that before the year is over, we do Enter the Dragon from 1973. So yes, we will do. We will watch and record an episode for Enter the Dragon sometime in December. Awesome. So plenty, plenty of good stuff. But yeah, so thank you, gents. It's always fun to talk movies. Thank you, John. Great talking to you as always, gentlemen. Everybody, that's going to do it for this episode. That's going to do it for Horror Month. Come on back here next week. Things might be a little bit back to normal if we survive it. But either way, be excellent to each other. Go watch some good movies and don't steal any leprechaun gold or else he'll try to kill you. <laughs> <laughs>